You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Samuel de Marcel. We're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationships. You have love story to share. You know where to share it right here on this program. Uh, let me let me read you. I got a result. I love the result when we have polls on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. The question for you was, has your partner ever given you an ultimatum? Has your partner ever given you an ultimatum? Interestingly enough, what do you think the results are? Actually, 50% of you said, yes, you have received an ultimatum from your partner. And 50% of you said, nope, no ultimatum. Here's my take. Ultimatum are good, but only once in a great while when you want to make sure you have a clear answer. Don't abuse. It's like to use, but not abuse when it comes to ultimatum. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. Any questions about your relationship? Dial in 855-905-8255. I'm here for you. Kim, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous, Kim. How can I help you tonight? What's up? Thank you. Um, well, I have a new guy. Well, he's not that new. We've been dating four years. Um, second time around for both of us. So I'm being a little cautious. And mm -hmm. I come from a background where we make a big deal out of birthdays, and he doesn't. So since we've been together, every one of his birthdays, I have um, been, you know, celebrating and throwing little parties and doing little things because I like to do mm -hmm. it. Um, sure. And he has not once reciprocated. And I just had a birthday earlier in the month. And, you know, I don't want to ask him, could you make a big deal about me for my birthday? <laughs> that seems, <laughs> you know, rather childish, right? But... I just wonder if you think that that's a sign of something um, bigger, or am I just being a big baby? <laughs> no, I don't think you're being a big baby. It's a great question. Um, besides forgetting your birthday, or not actually not making a big deal of your birthday, everything else is good and romantic. Are you happy with him? I am. And so okay. that's, I think, why I question myself. So he's, he's a great boyfriend. Kind and caring, um, affectionate. Okay. Okay, so now that I know that, um, my answer is even simpler. Basically, I'm sure that if you talk to him about it, he'll understand. And you like to explain that we're all born in different traditions, so you're not mad at him, but you, it would mean the world to you that he starts celebrating your birthday in a bigger way. And, and you will do it for him too. And that you learn from each other. So, we all, for instance, you know, we all come from different cultures. We have different religions. We have different ways of celebrating uh, birthdays, uh, anniversary. And all we have to do is talk to each other. So you say you're afraid he's going to say you're a big baby. I think he's going to find it very sweet that you ask him. And he'll be happy to make you happy. That's my take on it. So oh. I would not hesitate to talk about it with him at all. Okay, you know, I never thought of the culture angle before and the, and all of that. So I appreciate that. That's good. I that makes me feel better, like to to bring broach the subject. Yes, we have to learn how to accommodate each other and make each other happy. That's the goal of the relationship. So he'll learn from you this time. Next time, maybe you'll learn from him something else. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> all right, Kim. Thanks for your call and good luck to you. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime. When you're in a relationship, how much do you accommodate to each other's tradition? That's next. Have you ever been in a relationship and you discover your new partner has different traditions, you know, family habits, holiday habits, and you don't know which one you should go with, which one is different than yours? I think it's one of the key learning tools when you're in a new relationship. 
that shows how much you love your partner. Because I think accommodating your partner's tradition is a huge way of expressing how much you care for your partner and love your partner. Listen, if you look at your own past, the people you've dated, each of us have different family traditions. We have to adapt. Adaptation is like a compromise. It's a wonderful thing to have to make the relationship work for both of you. You want to know how I know this? Stay with me. I'll tell you my own story next. How much should you adapt to your new partner's family traditions, you know, uh, Christmas time, holidays time, whatever it is, how much adaptation should you do? And what does it mean? So I want to share that story so you don't do like me, you do better than me. I always say that on the show. I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes in my 20s because I was arrogant, I was stubborn, and I thought I was right and you have to do make the effort. You know what happened? I got myself dumped like an old sock, like an old sock. And then I said to myself in my late 20s, Simon, if you want to keep a girlfriend happy, you have to be able to adapt. Adaptation is an expression of love. It's not an expression of weakness. So remember that advice. Adaptation is like compromise, expression of love. Any questions about your relationships? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? You can call me now. Bonjour, Corinne. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous, Corinne. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? So I've been married to my husband for eight years. He's an amazing man. Um, okay. And he tends to handle the finances. He's really good with money. Um, however, recently, like, he's been telling me our budget has been like, oh, we're a little tight. We need to be more frugal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we can't afford certain things. And then he surprises me and buys me a bunch of – he bought me a new fridge and a bunch of stuff for the house. And he said, I've been saving money to buy you some stuff, you know. So he's been actually – it was a wonderful surprise, but then it, I was like, okay. So I wasn't allowed to go get certain things I wanted to get because he was kind of saving money behind my back. Does that make sense? So, like, it was a great thing. It was a great surprise. But then I was kind of irritated because I was like, wait a minute. You told me you- we were broke. We weren't broke. I think maybe you also irritated because he treats you like a dad instead of a husband, right? So uh, when he says, I'm buying you a fridge, he should say, I'm buying us a fridge. It's you guys' money, mm. right? So unless I'm wrong, I think the irritation comes also from the fact that, A, you know, it doesn't treat you directly like a partner because, you know, what authority he has really. I think it, the point of this is it's a time to have a great discussion about the fact that you should know everything about the money because it's your money too. And, you know, tell him, I'm not your daughter, I'm your wife. And you don't buy me anything, you buy us everything. And I want to know everything too. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel like we are really partners and I don't depend on you. So I love the fact you handle the money, but from now on, and you should see online banking or something like this, I would like to have access to things. Because I think, Corinne, really money, which is a big problem in many relationships, has to be fair equilibrium and managed in an adult respectful way that makes sense that's a good point so have a great conversation an easy breezy conversation but firm and he'll learn and he needs to learn we all need to learn from our partners so it's not the end of the world but i'm glad you called me so i can help you with this you got it thank you all right good luck to you and have a good night au revoir au revoir Oh, I got to go to my email. Somebody proposed and forgot a certain tradition. Let's see what this is about next. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in right now, 
Remember, you can always, always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email for me tonight? All right, so this is a good email. This is from Grace that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Grace. My fiancé proposed to me earlier tonight, which was amazing, but he didn't ask my parents' permission first, and I feel like he should have. I haven't even called my family to tell them about it because they are very, very traditional, and I know they would be upset that he didn't ask or include them at all. I don't want to start off our engagement like that, so should I tell my boyfriend to ask their permission and then repropose? That's a great Difficult question. Your boyfriend proposed to you without asking your parents first. You're from a traditional family. What should you do? We'll talk about that next, so stay with me. What would you do if your boyfriend proposed to you, but you come from a very traditional family, old school, and your parents expect your boyfriend to ask the permission first? He has to go to your father and ask permission to marry you. But he didn't. And now here you are with that dilemma. That's why Grace emailed me. Grace, here's what I think would be best to keep everybody happy. First of all, I love the fact that your boyfriend was spontaneous, didn't follow the rules, because when you love somebody, you want to marry them. It's not about so much the parents. It's first and foremost about you, Grace. And so congrats, first of all. But now we still have to make peace with the family. It would be great if you talk to him in a nice way. Don't make him feel bad because he came from the heart. Tell him to go ask your father and then pretend, you know, that you didn't know in advance so that everybody's happy. But remember, it was not against you you didn't ask. It's every time somebody says, do you want to be my wife or my partner? I think it's a blessing in the sky. So congratulations to you. Please don't worry about it. Any question for me? Call me now. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? You call me. I'm here. Bonjour, Rose. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rose. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I'm hoping you can kind of help me get out of a rut that um, my husband and I have been in. Um, We've been going nonstop, so we're just exhausted. And at night, I not feel like any ooh-la-la with um, (laughs) just want bed, bedtime sleep. And um, we've kind of found, I guess, a groove of both working from home on Fridays and having Mm -hmm. some lunchtime. Ooh la la. (laughs) And (laughs) my my problem is um, it's become a bit like clockwork and it's like expected. And so then I'm almost like, oh, it's coming. And I I shouldn't be thinking like that. So I I don't know. I just wanted some advice. (laughs) Sure. Okay. So... um when did you start feeling that it was like repetitive and predictable and so kind of not romantic? I'd say the past three months, maybe. Okay. I got I to give you this advice on this one. It's simple. That men don't mind the routine so much. It's women who do. So you have to talk to him about it and you have to be more spontaneous. So there's nothing worse. And I think it's speak for, I mean, every woman in the world, I've, every woman that I've dated even told me that. There's nothing more boring and and not romantic to think in advance at this time of the day or night, every week, same thing, ooh la la. It becomes like a chore. It becomes like, oh my God, we have to go through this and you lose the excitement. Am I right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yes. So now we know that. Why don't you take the lead and just surprise him? Because you have responsible for this too. So you have to speak to him and say, you know, why don't we be wild? And, and maybe it's not even Friday afternoon. Maybe it's Saturday. Maybe it's another day. Maybe it's the morning. 
it doesn't matter the amount of time you have, Ulala. It matters that it's exciting and romantic and fun. Fun. And this is not fun anymore. It's like a duty. I know. Right? So just right. have a little fun, be spontaneous, and dare. We never dare enough when it comes to Ulala, I think, when we an exclusive relationship. So follow my advice on this one. Be daring and change the clock. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Anytime. Good luck to you and him, and have a good night. You know what? I need to confess my own mistakes about making the ooh very boring. I'm guilty. I'm going to tell you why next. Have you ever been with a partner for a long time and then the ooh became bored, stiff? You were, you were so bored, you, you pretended, right? And, and there's reasons for that. So I got I to confess to you. And even though it's not right, my podcast, like confession right now, it's the rendezvous. But I got to confess. Here are the mistakes I made in relationships. A, I took my girlfriend for granted. So, same time, same place, same music, <laughs> same lighting. Because us guys don't have the same need when it comes to romance about making it different. I'll be honest. So, I've made all the mistakes. The location, the, the vibe, the lighting. I remember um, I had a girlfriend who told me, Simon, can we, I don't know, change the lighting because it's so repetitive. It's, it's just so, so boring. And you know when you hear this as a guy that the ulala is boring? Houston, we have a problem. I see one of my producers, Jill, laughing about this. Uh, she has something to say about this, about her own boyfriend of 13 years. That's coming up next. I want to hear from her. In your mind, what has made your partner very boring in the Ulala department? My producer, Jill, has been with the same boyfriend. I like him a lot, by the way, for almost 13 years. Jill, time to confess. I see you laughing and giggling. What is oh. he doing wrong? Poor thing. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, it's not that he does something wrong, but like when you're with the same person for like a long time, yes. you tend to do the same things over and over again. So it's always nice to like spice it up with like little things you can do that are different. Otherwise, it gets kind of stale and boring and predictable. But such as? I mean, just the different like ways that you do it, you have to kind of change it up. Otherwise, your partner will get bored. So, I see. So, what you're not saying is basically Jill is saying, let's move the geography, let's move, you know, positions and stuff like that, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, switch it up. Why not? Exactly. You got to dare. Who doesn't dare doesn't leave. Please don't be too boring in the Ulala department. <laughs> All right, let's change topics. 855 905 8255. The sound of love every night is on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Erika. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Erika. You have a love story, a romantic story to share with us? I do. Um, so I just started seeing this guy who is a chef, and he is constantly cooking for me, which is really nice, because he knows that I hate to cook. <laughs> I am ter- <laughs> I'm terrible at it. I, I don't like it. Um, I I order in a lot. Mm-hmm. And so um, the other day, he brought me over. Um, he, he did meal prep for me for the whole week because he knows I hate cooking so much. And so he brought over a week's worth of food for me and wow. did all of my meal prep for me so that I didn't have to spend money ordering food. And I didn't have to cook myself. And he made me like the, a week's worth of amazing dishes. I mean, that is unbelievable. I, I hope you realize this. 
That, I know. <laughs> that is a first. I've heard many love stories. So what do you do when something like this happens? Like you, you write him something, you text him something, you call him. I mean, this is such a unique form of showing love and for you doing that. What, so what's your answer to that? Yeah, he he actually he brought it over and dropped it off and then left. And so um, <laughs> I actually write, um, I write poetry. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote him a sort of um, like thank you. Um, poem for it. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I like that poetry. What a great expression of romance and love poetry. That's the way to go. All right. Well, thank you so much, Erika, for sharing that story. And I mean, I am very impressed by your boyfriend. Very. Yeah. He's he's pretty he's pretty amazing. Yes, I mean good good for you and, and, and congrats to him. Congrats to both of you actually. Thank you for sharing that love story. That that's beautiful. Thank you. Yep, have a good night. You too. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir. Thank you so much. You know, I say it every night because I mean it. Thank you for listening to the rendezvous every night on your local station or the iHeartRadio app or even at home on your computer. It just means the world to me, really. I also want to pass you this information because I receive a lot of the same question. And I love that question, which is, we love the show, but Simon, where is your podcast? So my podcast is called La Confession, and you can find it on iHeartRadio app, very easy, on your phone, on your computer. And there's many, many episodes, just like there's this one. You got to check it out. It's called, is sexting another person besides your partner? Really cheating. Check out what we had to say about this. Uh, La Confession on our Heart Radio app. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.